Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining another episode of Speak Your Truth podcast with me, your host, Sonia Majib. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of the show and showing up and being a beacon of light, hope, and change, especially transformation in this evolving world that we're in right now. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Deborah Grenard. She is a best-selling author, speaker, and an intuitive spiritual healing practitioner with a Master's of Divinity in Spiritual Healing and Counseling. She serves as a master healer and teacher in the Shadalia Sufi Order. Through her private practice, Joyfully Living Wellness, Deborah guides people to honor their relationship with food, their bodies, to heal past pain, trauma, to deepen their spiritual connections, and to live in harmony with the planet. Her latest book right now, uh, in accompanying course, Bridging the Gaps, A Journey to the Center of Yourself, she guides women to access and embody their sacred feminine essence and hold the energy of the true feminine that is needed for the healing of humanity and the planet. And I'm really excited to welcome her. We will let you know where you can find her and uh, connect with her later on in the show. So thank you so much for joining today, Deborah. Thank you, Sonia. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for taking the time. I love what you're doing. I love to have, you know, just light workers and beautiful beings that are shining their light and showing up for the rest of the collective, showing up to pave the way for those who are awakening to their calling, for those who are searching and trying to find more meaning in their lives and live with more harmony and joy, and especially uh, regarding the feminine essence, you know, where a lot of the women on the planet right now are being called to really step into their power, me being one of them. So I really would like to have a conversation around that and anything else that wants to organically come through. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, you know, we hear so much about uh, divine feminine, goddess energy, goddess this and goddess that, right? That's so prevalent right now. What does it really mean to step into our feminine essence for women who have lost that? throughout just condition yeah thank you for asking that question because I've actually in my own work and calling it sacred feminine because divine divine feminine conjures up too many images for me because I agree with you it's been used a lot right divine feminine goddess this and that and I've been using sacred feminine because it for me it, it really is reconnecting with the sacred uh, the sacredness of the feminine and what is held within the body of the woman mm. and she's um, now a little bit distracted by some noise out there I'm hoping that you can't hear it uh, I can't. okay good so uh, the sacred feminine is you know as a as a woman we are created as sacred beings. And actually, there's a quote that I could share with you from a, a, um, a book from a Sufi teacher. Mm -hmm. um, let me pull that up to share it with you because 
it's in reference to uh, subtleness, to the divine attribute of subtleness. And I just read this the other day, and you know, and it, and it, I think it really um, speaks to the lost essence of the woman. And she's saying that the the quality of subtleness is usually re- thought of in in terms of femininity. And she says, being a woman means to be strong, stronger than a man, for it is the woman who elevates a man to the level of her heart. Her soul precedes the man's soul. A woman's sight is wide and full of nuances. Her deeds often work in the background. She contains the world, whereas the man penetrates it. And the sacred, yeah, the sacred feminine is that state of being. It is a state of of the container. The woman, those born in a female body. You know, we've all, we're all born as beings of light, as spirits, as, you know, we come into this world knowing our connection with source and our purpose and why we're here. The essence of the feminine is that container Mm. contains the world. Mm. The woman is this, you know, the feminine is the state of being the masculine is the state of doing. Right. And we've lost in this patriarchal society that we live in. It's all about doing it's about competition. It's about, you know, very much from the mind. Whereas the, it's like the heart, a heart of compassion is the portal back to that state of being. But the true state of being really comes from like plugging into the deep feminine and being. That is so beautiful. And I feel that even in my own life, and maybe a lot of the, the feminine uh, female listeners on the call are exploring this more and more within their own hearts and their own selves, is this aspect of just receiving, right? Just sitting with whatever it is, just surrendering and allowing. And it is such a foreign concept Mm-hmm. To many of us, because of, like you said, the constant um, programming that has been lost through our lineages and through the grandmothers, because they were in struggle or survival or dealing with their own traumas. I see that with, you know, my own grandmother. She's my only living grandparent right now. And she literally took on all the burdens and was very sick and then was on medication for a very long time and um, was depressed for a very long time and uh, numbed out, right? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know what it was like for her grandmother or her mother. So I'm just, what I mean to say is that it's been diluted and there's somewhere within us right now where we're trying to get that essence back and embody it again. Mm -hmm. And so it would be so helpful 
to teach or to speak about how do we do that how how do we how do we do that what does that look like yeah yeah you know it's it, i love that you asked that question because for myself for years i would think you know like i the feminine the images of feminine and what it meant to be feminine that are portrayed to us in this patriarchal world that we live in to me was nothing that I ever wanted to be. Mm. I would, you know, see that and think no way. And then when I would hear people talk about divine feminine, I would think not really interested Mm. because the, you know, there's just too many uh, picture or, or, you know, what it really means to be a woman. And I would think just not interested because um, I, I didn't, it, 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 any of the pictures, none of the pictures that I saw reflected anything that I want it to be, that I could truly align with and feel good about inside myself. Mm. And so just like, just like everything Finding the sacred feminine is an inside job. That's why the book Bridging the Gaps is a journey to the center of yourself. Mm. It's no one can show you a picture and say, this is it. It's one of those things you've got to uncover. It's like take the journey and uncover from within yourself. And yes, there is a a step-by-step way to do that. And, you know, and it's a journey. It's always a journey. As long as I believe as long as we're in physical bodies, there, it, there is a, um, you know, we're still on the journey, right? I don't think there's such a thing as complete arrival and you're finished <laughs> while, while you're in the human body because we still have, have discovery to do. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The, so to find the sacred feminine, you ask how to find the sacred feminine, how to discover it within yourself. Oh, I guess, you know, I'll start with something just really practical. And you can start just by kind of feeling into what's true for you and look at all of the pictures that, that are portrayed for you. Like, that come up for you when you think of divine feminine, goddess, sacred feminine, all of that kind of stuff. This is one of the things that we do in the in the bridging the gaps journey to the center of yourself is just look at all right, what are all of those images, role models, whether they're you know um, actual characters or you know people in history or people in your current life or just a you know an, an image that you have. What are those images? And then what for you, just being with your true self, just between you and your most honest, authentic self, what are the things about that that reflect what's true for you inside yourself? Something that you could really true up to and feel good about? And what are the things about those images that you're being your heart turns away from and says, no, that doesn't feel right for me. That's not something I'd want to be. It's not something I'd want to embody. Because mm. I have to tell you a lot of these defined feminine circles that are cropping up and, you know, getting together and the images that are portrayed, those don't ring for me either. 
Do you know what I mean? So I think everybody's going to have their own flavor of it and their own uh, uh, sense of what feels right and true and in alignment with your inner integrity, with your core essence. And one of the ways that we can discover that is to just be present with ourselves and look at all the pictures that template us about what it's supposed to be and not supposed to be. And look at, all right, what of this is true for me? What of this really feels right to me? And what doesn't? You know, and, and then, then we have something to uh, guide us on our inner journey for the things that we want to release from our psyche and our templating and our belief system versus the things that we actually want to, um, to, to follow, to trace within ourselves and, and to, um, to, to be present with, to allow it space to grow, to allow it space to deepen and to, to really like what we want to true up to on a daily basis. And I think that's like, that's like a, a, a first step, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Or actually in the journey to the center of yourself, it's actually the third step, but, um, but it's an important step, I think. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, there's a lot of talk and even in my own self, you know, I've been really looking at the embodiment process you know, really mm -hmm. coming back, really feeling safe in the body. I feel that uh, in the state of becoming, I feel that a lot of the pictures are around trauma and we lose um, our yes. sacred feminine essence if we've had childhood trauma or abuse of any, any of that sort, which I know many mm -hmm. women, um, especially healers and light workers, I mean, it's prevalent and some remember it and some don't and some will it'll it'll kind of just start coming up as we start to move closer to our own divinity as as something that it's just one of the puzzles of this journey i feel and so yes. with that being said it's challenging to really connect with our feminine essence if we haven't healed um our nervous systems or have come back home into our bodies. So I'd love for you to speak on that because I know that there's a lot of women on the planet that are struggling with that. Um, and I have too, including myself. And I feel like it's still a walk. It's still a journey. It's beautiful. It's yes. It's, and it's an uncovering and it's also very uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. I can relate to that also. I've had, personal experience along those lines as well and um, actually did a, a whole series and uh, turned it into a book and a Facebook group and it, it's almost at its two-year anniversary actually it was a book and an interview series called while we were silent mm. um, wow. that is yeah yeah and it explores it's actually an interview series with 12 um, practitioners who have been through sexual trauma, done their healing work, and now help others through various modalities. Uh, I myself had that same experience and help others through my modalities. And, and it really examines what is happening 
on this journey, why people stay silent, because that was the big question a couple of years ago, why people stay silent and don't come forward about abuse until 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. And it examines what happens in the nervous system and in the body while we're in that period of silence, while we're remaining silent, how it ripple effects into the lives of the people and the relationships, and then what we can do to heal. And what is the power of this movement bringing, bringing to us and our collective of humanity as an opportunity to heal the planet? And, um, and so, you know, it's, it's one of those one of those things that you know as trauma traumas are the things that separate us from ourselves right from that core essence of of knowing and that true uh true core the the sacred feminine being the the trauma just know if you're someone who's experienced such trauma and, you know, especially sexual uh, violation, that the sacredness of the feminine gets covered over with shame, with guilt, with anger, with, with uh, um, resentment, with all of these things. And also then there's the detachment the detachment from the pure essence because that we we come to this this place inside of ourselves that is so powerful and our connection it is the bridge between the worlds literally and it carries the essence contains the whole world it carries an incredible light Right. And we become disconnected from that part of ourselves and that pain of separation in and of itself is painful. Right. The separation in and of itself is painful. We lose ourselves in that. We disconnect from ourselves, And then it has an incredible ripple effect throughout our lives from that point forward. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but know that no matter what has ever happened to you in your life, that nothing, no any person's actions, nor your actions from that point forward, nothing can change the truth of who you were created to be, what you were created to be. That core essence inside of yourself is still there. And your journey does include returning to that essence and plugging into it and knowing yourself again for the truth of who you are. No one or no one else's deeds or anything that they've done can take that away from you. It's still there. Right. Absolutely. It's hard to remember and that when we, you know, we're yeah, going because, through the darkness or the storms. <laughs> yeah. We identify with the darkness. We, we, I, I mean, we, we identify with the separation. We identify with the pain we become that, uh, you know, I mean, even like there's a, in an early part of our journey, as we're, you know, we're just going through it, there is, and I know a lot of the healing 
words. They don't world. They don't like to use the word victim, but there is a phase of victimhood when you really don't have control and you know, you don't have a, um, uh, uh, things happen that were not in your plan. Right. And there is a time of victimhood. And I think it's okay for us to say that and own that and let that be a part of the reality the key is where do you go from there and what do you do with it? Yeah. I'm and really, you... yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up because one of the things that is so prevalent in the spiritual communities is spiritual bypassing by saying, well, just stop being a victim. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love that you, you brought that point because I think we need to go through the underworld of all of these stages. Mm-hmm. Right the victim, the martyr, the good girl. I really want to talk to you about the good girl syndrome. Oh, okay. (laughs) But the victim is, is so uh, sometimes when, if someone was, if someone had said that to me, obviously someone very close, it would be like a stab in the heart where it was like, but, but you don't understand. Right. But it's, it's really because we ourselves or I myself hadn't processed the level of shame or the uh, just not being able to talk about it and yeah. not being seen by, yeah. you know, th- how it was in the past yeah. and it, in our circles, in our tribes, with our grandmothers holding us. We were separated from that in itself. Yes. Yes. And it feels like when someone says, just stop being a victim, it feels like they're just saying, oh, it's your fault, Right. Because what is the thing that so many of us feel, especially if we've had those experiences as children, that, well, we did something wrong, right? That sense of shame, it's a visceral feeling that feels so strong that we internalize it. And even if we were a powerless victim at the time that really hated every minute of it and didn't want this to happen, there is still that feeling of I did something wrong, I'm bad, I'm dirty, I'm guilty, right? Mm -hmm. And to have someone just to say, oh, get over it, stop being a victim, it just turns all that back inward, it brings all that up, oh, I'm bad, oh, I'm, I'm shameful, I did something wrong, you know, and, and so we need to be able to, like, acknowledge that phase And allow ourselves to process through all of that. Because the truth is those feelings are real, but they're not the truth. They're real, they're natural, they're normal, they're a part of how every body, every physical, emotional, energetic body processes the experience. It's a natural thing to go through, but it's not a divine truth, if you will. Mm, or or not a cool truth right not absolutely yeah thank you for bringing that up uh i really wanted to jump into this whole notion of the good girl i think that it's it's something that's being dismantled as we step into our power as women more and more where we're learning it's okay to say no it's okay to have boundaries to um, not follow through if you're too tired, if you don't want to, and just have your own will. 
And um, I'd really love for you to speak more about that. Um, you know, just, see, you know, even in your own life, or maybe what you see in your own clients. Yeah, yeah. So tell me if this is what you see as the good girl. Um, I think as women, we're templated with this, like this, you're supposed to do everything for everyone else at, to the level of self-sacrifice, mm. putting yourself last, that uh, um, you're, I mean, here we are as these sacred beings in the, the sacred feminine is the state of being. And that state of being is what reconnects us with the all that is. It is the, it is literally, it is the bridge between the worlds. It is what connects us with that essence. And we have that in a way that men do not. So we are to be, it's like that part of us is to be honored and to be respected and to be revered. It is a sacred temple. It's to be cared for and protected. And, and we lose sight of that in and of ourselves. And we step out into a place of separation from that. And it's like we step out of the power that is the core of our essence and separate from the from who we are now we're supposed to be in a state of doing and being and pleasing and and serving and giving and everything else but disconnected from that source of that internal source of power and connection is really hard to sustain and maintain and we're doing it for all the wrong reasons right we're not being true to ourselves we're doing it because of some code that we got stamped with when we came in here or after we were born into this world that says, here's all the things you're supposed to do as a woman and all the people you're supposed to please and all the things that you're supposed to satisfy for everybody else. Yeah. Is that your sense of, of, yes. of what yes. you're asking about there? Yeah. You, you summed it up pretty well. And I also feel like it's also our mother wounds where mm -hmm. we had, we were just pleasing our own mothers uh, and just being subservient. I mean, there's one aspect of it of, you know, sometimes it was with both parents, right? Just making sure everything's okay, pleasing both the parents, and then you're just lost in the shuffle. Um, and you just forget, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. just sitting there pleasing everyone and being the yeah. good girl, you know? Yeah, get yeah. handed down from generation to generation. Yeah, and 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 just kind of speak about like, what does that really do? Again, um, what does that really do to us uh, as, as women who are trying to step into our power? Obviously, you know, it's, it's releasing the conditioning, but uh, holding it for so long and then coming upon these patterns, it could be quite challenging. Right, right. It's a healing journey, just like every other part of ourselves. It's a place where we've separated from our truth. And our own needs. Yeah. And, you know, and, it, and it's not easy to operate, to function on a day-to-day -day like that. And so what's needed there? You know, as women, as daughters, as mothers, as sisters, as um 
spouses, you know, as, as whatever, all of those things have their different roles. And it's a part of our innate nature to feel a sense of purpose associated with those roles to want to serve, to want to give, to want to take care and all of that. And so, you know, I think that we struggle with how to be ourselves and still do that, how to do that and still honor who we are. And sometimes we come to the point of feeling like we just have to separate from all of it and say no to everything. And, and, you know, like if I really want to be true to myself, I've got to say no to my husband. I've got to say no to my children or to my, you know, significant other, my children, to my parents, to everything so that I can just be with me, right. And care about me. There is an innate part of us that is all of those things. The question is how to bring that innate part of us. You know, we don't have to separate from it, but how to bring that innate part of us that is a true being of, of love and compassion and connection and caring into the part of us that is the core essence, what is real. And you know, there's a physical, um, uh, like a, a physical exercise that uh, I say physical, physical energetic alignment exercise that we can do to really help us to plug into that sacred feminine power center and feel the presence of being inside of ourselves. I do that with people in my classes where we get into this and, you know, really plug into this feel it and speak our truth from that place. And it burns out all of that conditioning, right? It burns out the stuff that is conditioning aligns us to what is true inside of ourselves so that we can speak from that place and, and uh, be in that power. And it doesn't mean that we don't give and that we don't love, but we give from a different place, a place that is sourced with, uh, that you know that endless source of energy right that feeds us that nourishes us because we can't um, we can't continue to give from ourselves without hurting ourselves and I don't think I'm 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 not answering mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm giving a good ex- um, example of this mm. because it is such a visceral thing mm. um so if people want to maybe find more information about that, uh, we can let them know where to find, you know, workshops like you mentioned and some of the practices, right? Because I think we're all looking for practical tools to go, well, what's the magic recipe? <laughs> like, what do I do? Because I think there's so many of us that are ready and we're, we're right. walking towards it and we're doing it. Maybe we don't even know we're doing it. You know, it's just, it just starts, it starts happening or we start to listen to a new teacher or read a new book. Um, I was just sent a book on, I think it's, uh, gosh, it's a, it's a channel text of Mary Magdalene and it's called, I can't remember, I'll link it in the, the notes, but I think it's something about forbidden feminine. And again, it's just a lot of, a lot, a lot of women are stepping into their power. So I really wanted to have this conversation about how do you step into your power? Like, what does that look like? (laughs) So, you know, let's, if we can say a couple more, do we have time to say a few more words about that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, 
All right. So the the feminine power is that state of being. There is a, um, and I believe it's a Cherokee proverb that says the the highest calling of the woman is to lead a man to his soul so as to unite him with source. Mm. The highest expression of the man is to protect the woman so that she is free to walk the earth unharmed. Mm. Now, I'm not saying, I, I'm, I think that's a beautiful expression, whether we're talking about um, inner feminine and masculine or in relationship with each other, and it's not saying that the only reason a woman was put on this earth is for the men, or the only reason the man was put on this earth is for the women, right? But in that feminine and masculine, the state of being and the state of doing, that is, a, I think, a beautiful expression of the relationship. And if you think about your own inner feminine and inner masculine, the inner feminine is that state of being it is that inner connection it is that uh, bridge between the worlds you think about I used to I, I studied with a spiritual teacher for 20 years and you know he would talk about the prophets and the saints all men all men all men and he himself was a man and we would ask him why is it that only the men you know, get are, are called prophets, and in this, why why do we only hear about the men? And he would say, "Who is it that contain the men? How do the men come to be on this world?" And it, you know, no one comes into this world without passing through the womb of a woman. Mm, yes, and this is what that means about the woman contains the world. The woman is the bridge between the worlds. The man penetrates the world, right? Mm -hmm. So as a collective, we're, when we're in this collective patriarchal society that we've been in, the woman is that which contains. The man is that which goes out and penetrates. Mm, beautiful. The what each of us needs individually on our own journey is, I mean, this is why meditation is so important mm. because coming to be with ourselves present inside of ourselves and calling on our core essence to be in connection with source. That is the return that each of us needs on a regular basis in order to return to that, um, that nourishment. Right. And that sustains us. And on ideally, then as we move from that place into the moving out, the penetrating the world, the going out into the world, the doing, going out with reverence to that place of connection inside of ourselves in protection of the feminine so that that true essence can walk the earth unharmed. We are in service to that. Right. 
So think about that just in and of yourself. When you go into that state of meditation and you connect with your deepest inner knowing and your deepest inner truth and your connection with your source, let yourself be nourished in that place. And then as you move out, let your moving out be in reverence to that, in service to that, in protection of that. And remember to return back to be replenished, reconnected, and and to um, you know come into connection with the inner wisdom that you have as feminine beings. You know we are we are women of the earth. We are connected to the earth. We're all you know we're made of the elements of the earth. Right. We contain all of the wisdom of the elements of the earth in our bodies. And we have this ability, you know, it's like our, in our bodies, you know, a lot of us will focus on the third eye, the mind's eye Mm -hmm. as being the, the key to enlightenment, right? All of our energy centers, our subtle energy centers are portals that can, we can travel through to really get to that core um, connection, that core connection with the all that is, right? The heart is also a portal, an exquisite divine portal to travel through the heart. We tend to block the heart because of emotions. And what are we told about emotions? Emotions make you weak, make you too feminine, right? Feminine, we think of as weak because we have tend to have greater access to our emotions, right? But emotions are just, they just tell us, about how that inner knowing part of ourselves is relating to the experience of the outer world. Mm. If it's something that brings us closer to that truth we know inside of ourselves, the truth of love, of connection, of, of, of um, truth, then the heart will expand and we feel a, a, a pleasant, uplifting emotion. If there's something that we witness that takes us to a state that feels disconnected or farther away from love, connection, and truth and safety, the heart will constrict and we feel a negative emotion. We experience our emotions and it's very important to, um, to be present with them and to allow, allow them to have their movement. Emotions are meant to be in motion. So it's very important to allow them to have their movement and, um, you know, to, to inform us. And if we can see our emotions and experience our emotions as information and rather what we tend to do is try to shut that down. And then we look to the outside and we point fingers about what's wrong out there. If we can take a breath and allow our emotions to flow and be in movement. And that doesn't mean they need to take our whole bodies into a Tasmanian devil uh, tizzy. Right. But just to, to breathe through them and to be present with what is inside of us, what's on the inside of that emotion, it can give us an incredible amount of information. It can tell us about what we need, what are our basic needs as human beings that are being called for in this moment? What is it within that need that is a core value, something that is a core value that is important to us? Inside that core value, what is it that we truly know? And within that knowing, who is it that we truly are? That's the journey to the center of yourself that we 
you know, take through the Bridging the Gaps book and the and courses. And when you know the truth of who you are, you can operate, you can merge with that. And you can release all of that other nonsense that you've taken on, you know, the templating that you've taken on from the world. And you can say, oh, this is my truth. This is the place that I need to speak from in this moment. Because this encompasses everything. This is this encompasses the connection with the all that is. It encompasses that state of being, that deep, deep wisdom that comes from the womb, from the womb of the woman, that deep connection and wisdom that comes from that place is encompassed here. And from here I can speak a truth that is going to be in service to myself and to that which is much greater, uh, that which is contained, the world that is contained within me, which affects the greater good of all of our, our whole. And that's where the truth becomes unwavering, unapologetic. There's no need for apology when you are truly speaking from a place that is that deepest wisdom that serves the highest light. It's beautiful. Really, really beautiful. I, when you were mentioning about the womb, uh, there's a meditation teacher that... There's some feminine workshops that I took here in Atlanta. And one of the things that we learned to do, which I thought was really beautiful, was dropping a light bulb, like coming down into our bodies, breathing into our core and dropping a light bulb into the womb and starting to operate and feeling comfortable with our womb center and, you know, Mm -hmm. operating from that space. And really, yeah, just really getting to know this essence, this, this, uh, it's everything. It's, it's where we birth from. It's where we ovulate. It's where we create. I mean, it's, you know, and, and again, uh, you know, we're so, like you said earlier, we're so disconnected because a lot of us are taught to focus on the third eye or Mm -hmm. of course, everything is through the heart, but I really want to just quickly speak about how important the womb is and how to anchor that energy into our daily lives. I feel like it's so it's missing. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, Because as I said earlier, no being, no human being or animal being comes to this planet earth without coming through a womb. Mm. Think about that, all right? It literally is the bridge between the worlds. It really does contain the world. It contains the ocean of divine compassion. It is the ocean of divine compassion through which every human being and every animal being comes to be on this planet Earth. It is a sacred passageway. It is to be respected. It is to be honored. It is a temple of reverence. I don't think we can say that enough and really to like really, really feel that and know that like the grass is green, the sky is blue. Your womb is a sacred temple. Right. 
to be honored and respected. It contains the highest light. It contains the world. Right. It is a bridge to source. It is your connection between the worlds. So we can um, do a little exercise. Sure. Okay. And so let's just come into being present. Come into being present with yourself. And just let yourself take some breaths and breathe. Let's just start by just notice where your energy is. If your energy is inside your body or scattered about, or if you're present in your body or parts of you feel disconnected and just call in this moment, just kind of call to all of your energy and breathe it in. And as you inhale, just draw all of your energy into your vertical core, that core that runs from the top through the top of your head all the way along the front of your spine and through your base. And draw that into your vertical core, all of your energy in. And as you exhale, just let your energy drop down and land into your pelvic bowl. And again, inhale, draw all of your energy in into your core and as you exhale let it drop down and land into your pelvic bowl really coming to land in your body inhale draw all of your energy in to your vertical core exhale drop down and land into your hips your pelvic bowl and Let's focus, let's start by focusing a ball of energy in the center of the head, like halfway front to back, halfway side to side, like if you went in through your third eye, all the way in till your third eye meets your vertical core. You're traveling in there and imagine focus energy. Energy flows where attention goes. So focus your energy, focus your attention on a ball of light at the center of your head. And let's just call on that essence of divine light to stream into this place and focus your breath there so that your breath is like fanning the flame of that light in your head and let that divine light really just bring uh, an intensified electricity there, clarity into your headspace. And take a couple of breaths in there. Inhale. And as you exhale, just let your, your attention travel down your vertical core to your heart center. And your heart center is a center of unconditional love and compassion. So... Let's focus a ball of light. And this is like an intense electricity. Okay. And you're running a circuit from your head along your vertical core. You're activating that circuit and intensifying that circuit from your head along your vertical core to your heart. And now focus your breath, breathing in and out of your heart space to that place right in the center of your 
heart, halfway front to back, halfway side to side of your heart space, your chest. And breathe, as, let's just call on unconditional love and also the strength of the heart with just courage. And breathe into that space. Let your breath like fan the flame of that pure divine light there, that ball of light, intensifying the electricity that flows there as you breathe. And just, you can upright your posture so you can really feel the alignment of this circuitry between head and heart. Breathe into your heart and now let your attention travel down your vertical core and into your womb space, the center of your pelvic bowl, this power center, center of gravity in the body, and feel that circuitry. Intensify and plug into that space. And just feel like feel like you have a, a, a center of gravity there that is a place when you are balanced, physically balanced in your body, and you move from that place, that's what helps you maintain balance and grace and uh, strength and power. So let yourself kind of you can even put your like put your hands on your hips or put your hand over that lower dantian space mm -hmm. over your womb space and feel that power build there and feel just like feel that power build in your womb center this is a place of compassion and also of creativity the creative life force energy mm -hmm. and so let those energies those frequencies build in that space and feel that connection, that circuit intensifying along the center of your body, between your womb, your heart, your head, between your head, your heart, your womb. And you can give a gentle movement to your hips, letting it move around that ball in the center of your pelvic space. The... I think most effective is just to give a forward and back tilt and tuck and let that energy build there and let it travel up that circuitry along your vertical core, up to your heart, up to your head. And you can just upright your posture, lift your chest and feel, feel your feminine energy in your body plugged into this power center. Fully grounded in your body. Let go of any pictures around what feminine energy looks like on the outside and just let yourself have the experience inside yourself of what it feels like to you to allow the feminine, sacred feminine energy from this center to move up and connect you along your vertical core, connecting all of your centers along your vertical core. And to feel your power, feel your power. And if it's okay with you, 
I'm going to read this um, thing from the Bridging the Gaps book. Sure. We just have a few more minutes. So, yeah. Okay. I'll make it quick. Hold this power stance and feel this. Let this energy move in for you and through you as I read this. And take this in. Listen with the eye of your heart, with the eye of your core, with the eye of your sacred bridge, your sacred essence. And it is called your sacred essence. As a woman, you are created as a sacred being with gifts and abilities that are inherent in your creation, that are extremely powerful beyond the power of this earthly realm. You are worthy of love, honor, and respect, no less than that, from anyone, including yourself. Your divine essence is a bridge between the worlds, a bridge to source. You carry the wisdom of earth and spirit. You are a nurturer and protector of life, a knower and connector of the subtle realms with true power and strength beyond worldly physical strength. This is a truth of creation, a truth of existence, and it does not change regardless of what you have done or not done in your life. This is not dependent on the beliefs you have in yourself. This is a divine truth. So listen and breathe that in. Let that resonate into the core of your being. Let it land into your hips. So beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was really, really beautiful. I just, something that happens with me, I just start swaying. It's like the energy wants to move and I'll just like do waves and Good way. And it's like, and you know, when, if anyone's listening, just energy is moving and you're really just coming into the embodiment of everything that's happening. You're just coming right back in your body. Your body feels safe to be able to have these gentle movements, feminine movements, right? Really beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Just let the energy flow and let things unwind. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we as women also do is we wait for somebody else to give us permission right? To, or we wait for an apology or we wait for someone to treat us right so that we, and we can't, our time of waiting is over. The world has already become so um, screwed up, mm. honestly, that it is the state of being that our world needs right now in order to be able to come back to that connection with what is real, what is true, what is the divine wisdom. And we as women have the ability to hold that and be that in the world. And as we hold that and be that it emanates from us into the, into the, the uh, uh, vibe vibration of the world, into the collective consciousness and things will begin to change we, we don't need to wait for it to change in order for us to be who we are. We need to be who we are and carry what we carry in order for the world to change. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on, Deborah. Please let, let the listeners know where they can find you and connect with you, uh, with your book, your maybe your Facebook, social media. Yeah, well, my my website, my main website is joyfullylivingwellness.com, joyfullylivingwellness.com. 
Um, and you can also find Joyfully Living Wellness on Facebook. There is a group called Community for Conscious Living on Facebook. That's um, my main group also. Um, and let me say there's a group for that's only for women who have experienced sexual trauma. And that's called While We Were Silent. That's named after the book While We Were Silent. Mm, um, you can find both of my books from the Joyfully Living Wellness website. You can uh, find out about the Bridging the Gaps program and the Bridging the Gaps book. Both of those very powerful. Um, you can find those from the Joyfully Living Wellness website. There's also bridgingthegapsworkbook.com because it is a workbook. It's a step-by-step workbook that takes you through the journey to the center of yourself. Love and, it. Uh, love yeah. It, love it. Thank you so much for being such a beacon of light for everyone, especially women on the planet and coming on and sharing a little bit about what you do and uh, enlightening us. So I really, uh, yeah, honor you and thank you again. I hope that you guys enjoyed. Please share, like, and subscribe and definitely check Deborah out if you need support in any way that, with whatever she uh, offers, everything mentioned. So thank you so much, everyone. Thank you.